All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Black Diary Love Podcast. I know it's been a long time and everything, you know. We had some business, we had some sickness, we had a little, you know, good times and bad times. But, hey, we back. We got a couple of episodes going on. I got a special guest with me today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Beautiful sister right here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, D'Antoine. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Gwen Lynn, and I'm owner and founder of In A Green Minute Environmental Consulting Scientist. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. So... (laughs) So talk. So let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about that. But hold on, before you get started, let the people know your uh, your bio and stuff, so they can find you and want to do business with you. Sure, absolutely. I know we're here in the Georgia area, but I'm born and raised New Yorker. Born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, that's where I grew up. I love New York. I do miss it, but I go back there as much as I can. And uh, I always knew that I wanted to be a scientist. So, of course, I went through school. I went to college at Rutgers University in beautiful New Brunswick, New Jersey. Got my bachelor's in environmental science. And I went ahead and got my master's, City University of New York, with a dual master's, environmental science and occupational health and safety. So science is my thing. I've been doing uh, consulting safety science for about 20 years. Um, green technology now climate change obviously is a is a big thing construction safety mm-hmm. air water soil monitoring not that i'm an expert in all but i can i have a pretty good knowledge of environmental science thanks oh man so let's talk about okay so let's talk about that climate change because there's a lot going on now especially when uh we were just talking about that earth when we talked about that earth before we start the podcast when I was talking about now, you know, all these little uh, forests is getting cut down to build these BS Walmart distribution centers, these automotive parts, stuff, and everything. It's like now you can't go nowhere unless you see you see a big building with the black smoke coming out or the cars got the uh, exhaust pipes coming out and everything. You exactly, know. exactly. Uh, you know, and it's a great thing that you're noticing it. I mean, just the situation in Australia, that, if anything should tell not just people here in the United States, but in the world that things are happening. Things are getting warmer, things are changing. The earth is has symptoms and she's getting sick and mother nature, you know, you don't want to mess with mother nature. No, and uh, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, a little ironic, but I had a, a guy contact me earlier today. His, he, his, uh, I think he, he's up in New York, green mm-hmm. living guy, something like that. He said, Gwen, what about the fires in Africa? I didn't even know about this. And he sent me a, like a little text or a little post and the the western middle of Africa, there's like mm. a line of fires. I said, dude, give me a little bit. I'm going to check this out. And I'm going to try and do a story on it because I want people to know. Everybody knows about Australia. I need to know mm. them to know about the motherland, too. It's like it's like the news media pick and choose what they want. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It's like the news media pick and choose because, you know, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy things like that happen. Cause it's like okay, you know, like you said, you know, you got you they got us focusing on Australia, but you got people in Africa who do it, who's Absolutely. going, who's going through it, and it's probably just ain't Africa. It's probably other parts, cause you know we still got countries and lands that we don't even know about yet. Exactly. So you know, it's probably it's probably going on everywhere. But the main thing is, yeah, the um the the atmosphere is getting messed up now. Uh, I think the government is messing with the weather now, cause now cause now you could kind of feel. You know something is wrong, but maybe I could be. Maybe I'm. Just... That's 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 what I do. It's called global warming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that that's True. what happens. People think when you know a firecracker goes off, that heat just disappears. No, it mm-hmm. it transfers. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it's going somewhere. It's going up into our atmosphere, and what goes up come down. must come down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that heat has got to go somewhere. And you know, even my mom said it to me. She goes, 
Gwen, what is up with, uh, you know, all of these fires and these storms and these floods? I'm like, Mom, I've been studying this since the 1980s. They laughed at scientists back in the day. But now people are, are taking a look at it again and saying, well, I think something's happening because these storms are getting more severe. They're getting more frequent. People are dying and we're not doing anything about it, which is why oh. at In a Green Minute, I try and bring the message to the community, to everybody with my little one minute videos, because I really want us to get back into the Paris Accord. Yeah, I really want us to get back into the international community and become a leader you know, in trying to fight climate change rather than just being on the side and not knowing what's going on internationally. Mm -hmm. It's only two countries, us and Syria, that are not in the Paris Accord, which again is why I'm going to remind everybody, go out and vote. That's true. That's true. And you know, a lot of people don't know that as the world, how the world is, we all need each other. The plants help us. We got to help Mother Nature. Even with the uh, bugs and the, um, every every person, everything in the world plays a part. Even Absolutely. The bug, even the bugs. You know what they say, the right wells, that the uh, one-horned rhinoceros went extinct. Yes, I think that was the northern white rhinoceros in Africa. Mm -hmm. And I think there's only two of them that are left, and it's two um, in, infertile females. So they're thinking about, you know, you know, impregnating them or whatever. But And there are other, other varieties of, of rhinos that are similar. But we have species that are going extinct because yeah. of humans. Just like the, um, the bumblebee. The bumblebee about to be extinct too real soon. And the she, bumblebee's our most important part of the world. All the bees. All the bees. Mm -hmm. Yes, she, her numbers have been declining rapidly over the past few years but from what i've heard i don't know but from what i've heard like the last year or two the numbers are coming back but they need to be sustainable they need to be sustained year after year after year um you were you were talking about it we were talking about it just before we started the podcast you want to start a garden yeah that is a great thing mm -hmm. i think everybody should either have a garden or some type of plant in their home so that they can <laughs> see that this plant a, it breathes air in like us, mm -hmm. and it breathes air out like us. When it breathes out, it breathes out CO2, carbon dioxide, and some of that oxygen in the dioxide goes back into the air, and it cleans the air, and it's pretty. Yeah, what they uh, what they got called, I want to call it the eucalyptus plant, if I'm saying it right. Eucalyptus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, and a lot of people don't know, if you hang that over your shower, if you hang that over your shower and let the uh, shower steam mix with that, yes. it could, uh, it's, good, it's good oxygen yes. for your body. It yeah, has, see, I know, I know about has. these things. Okay, yeah, okay. It has a lot of therapeutic properties. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah, you know, you yes. know so and I was looking into that. I was like, okay, I want to, uh, I'm going to buy, you know, I'm going to buy one real soon and test it out or whatever because I was looking on reviews on YouTube about it and everything and it's real good if you um, if you got bad sinus problems, sinus issues and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, you know, a lot of people need to understand, you know, plants have a purpose. You know, plants are living, breathing, even tr everything, everything in this world besides technology, hell, even technology is alive now. But everything in this world dealing with nature is alive even plants and stuff a lot of people don't understand how trees are got genders too trees got genders sure just like just like marijuana marijuana got genders you can't you know you can't let the uh you can't sometimes you can't let them mix with each other and stuff like that people don't understand that stuff everything has a living breathing purpose and you know the animals like the deers and stuff they need these trees and stuff to survive sure because that's their only source of oxygen and stuff like that that's where their food come from especially their uh fruits and stuff near there their little berries and stuff 
you know, a lot of people don't know some of these trees and plants help keep the waters clean too if they're going through the waters and everything. Absolutely. Don't know about that. It was Haiti that learned their lesson, unfortunately, the, the uh, hard way. Um, years ago, I think it was approximately two decades ago, because they had cut down all of their forests or most of yeah, their forests. I've seen that. And man, when the rains came, mudslides. So you have to have forestry management, water management, land management, and it's all under environmental science. So I, I just try and bring it to the people in a simpler way to try and help them out with whatever it is that I they think, need. I think we. I think that's going to be us real soon. <laughs> Real soon, probably now. I, I believe it. I now. believe it. I think that's gonna be us because, now. like I said, every way you look up now, you know you got you got some rich person buying the land now, and they so quick to cut it down to build a home and all that stuff for it. I'm like, no, nah, man, leave, man. Come on, man. You got you got these animals and stuff, and then these animals they gonna have to go somewhere. So it's gonna come to a point where the animals are gonna start coming near us now and because they gotta do something. They gotta do something. You see it all the time. Deer walking into the store, uh -huh. the bear going through the garbage because we're encroaching yep. on their territory, not them encroaching on ours. Yeah, now you got what they say. Now they try to say, oh, lions escaping from zoos and stuff and everything. Well, you know, stuff like that. You know, these animals, they they gonna have, they they be trying to eat too and everything. So yes. they, you know, you're gonna see them walking. You're gonna start seeing them walking. Like you're gonna look up, a deer gonna be walking beside you and everything. You're like, <laughs> Oh, yo, yo, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That is his area. Yeah. So let's talk about what uh what really what got you what got you inspired to uh in science? What's got you inspired? Um, I think because I really wanted to be a doctor. Okay. That that's what I wanted to be, but that is like you gotta have like a average four all throughout yeah. college. So I what, said, what, well, type, what type of doctor though, if you don't mind me asking? Um You know, I probably would have gone into sports medicine because I love sports so much. Mm -hmm. You know. I don't think um, surgery, but I would have gone into maybe osteopathic, which is like probably like bones, things like that. But that's what I really wanted to do. And rather than doing that, you know, I was a member of the pre-med club in college and stuff. And yeah. from there, I kind of branched off in biology. I would have ended up, you know, behind a microscope for 40 years or whatever. No, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be outside. I wanted to be, you know, doing something semi-constructive with um, forests or land. Mm -hmm. And environmental science was the next best thing. And in environmental science, basically, what you want is for yourself or animals or plants, whatever it is that living being, to be safe within their surroundings. Yeah, true. So it covers environmental science, it covers safety, as well as industrial hygiene, which is going out and sampling mm -hmm. those various components that make okay. up, you know, the safe safety hemisphere. So, uh, so let me let me let me ask you. With uh, with the with the state of science now, cause now you got people trying to expose science and stuff, you know, especially when it comes to um to disabilities and stuff and everything, like ADHD and all that stuff, and special mm -hmm. education and everything. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel, especially since you know they, cause you know people don't understand it's different type of scientists out here. Yes. But people when they when when you talk about science, it's you could tell they putting all science in the category. How you feel about that? Well, I, I think I'd specifically have to hear the question or have to hear the, the statement because ADHD is, is like a mental dis... Mm. I don't know if it's a disorder, but a, a mental impairment perhaps mm. or, you know, something that's abnormal. That doesn't really have anything that much to do with 
physical science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm chemistry, biology, physics, yeah, yeah. things like that. Yeah, you but know? you know, you got people who don't who don't understand that. You know, just like with doctors, you know, there's different type of doctors and right. everything. Even with nurses, different type of nurses. Out, you know, the problem is when people talk stuff like that, they include all the divisions into it instead of just mm-hmm. you know being specific. Like, okay, this is what we're talking about. You know, this. You know, we talking about these type of scientists or whatever. Not the uh, biology experts and stuff like that or whatever, but so you've been in the, you've been in this science game since nineteen eighties. Yes, or, okay. late eighties, late, late very late eighties. So by then, what what's what everything you you uh, you discover so far? That our environment is extremely sensitive, whether it's your work environment, which I have to go out and inspect, or your home <laughs> environment. Even your car environment. Um, obviously, when you go into an airplane, you see the stuff that goes into safety within the airplane mm-hmm. environment. But we all want to be safe in our environment. And so, you know, it reminds me right now, the coronavirus, have you heard? Yeah. Coming from mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind yeah, of scary. Through, they're going through it right now. They're going through it right now. They fly right into my home, JFK, up in uh, New York. And they have to monitor everybody that comes off that plane. Mm. And you don't want to get to the point where our government has to ban people coming from China. I've been to China. I was an environmental observer there uh, approximately five years ago. I loved it there. They treated me like gold. I believe it. Gold. I believe it. <laughs> and, you know, I hope that they're able to contain this. Yeah. You know, I, I think that comes from the environment and stuff that's going on to the air and everything. Because now you, now you notice a lot of people getting sick. Hell, I was just sick. What was that? Two weeks ago, I had a bad flu to the point where my um uh, my whole head started hurting. My vision got blurry. It was that bad. It was that bad in there. You know, some of that comes from the the air that we breathing and the yep. uh, pollution and stuff yep. like that. Yep. You know, stuff. It comes. It comes from things like that or whatever. So, you know, it, it's just you know people don't understand everything that you do has a has a reaction to it. Every action has a reaction to it. And on that note, just just a, a simple tip. Especially during this time of the season, wash your hands frequently. Some people use the antibacterial, you know, material. Mm-hmm. I say use soap and water if you can, but wash them as much as you can. Man, wash like, those hands. Look, man, shoot, I, I made sure, man. <laughs> nowadays, you don't even, shoot, nowadays, you just don't know no more nowadays. Like now you don't want to touch anything. Yeah, because, you know, nowadays, it's like anything you touch or breathe in now, next thing you know, you in the bed for a couple of weeks and everything. That stuff's, ah. Yep. So, Tell, tell me about the fun things about science. Let's, let's talk about the fun things about it. The fun things about it. I think it's all kind of fun, but some people may not think it's fun. If you're a bit curious about something, it's kind of like yeah. getting a new CD, yeah, you yeah. know, and you know there's one hit on it. Mm-hmm. What's what's the other stuff? So you're kind of <laughs> curious. So you stick it in and either you like it or you don't like it. But that's the fun part of science, being curious, trying to develop tests to, to test out what you think might be happening. You do the test and either... You're right, or you're wrong, but mm-hmm. that's the that's the fun part, the curiosity. Oh man, yeah, you know, because I tell people, yeah, you know, see, science is not science is not boring at all. It's not, it's not, because you never know what you could discover through science, right? You know, you, we we we've seen shows where people make 
tor- homemade tornadoes and stuff and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Then we see biology experts where they uh they'll they'll show you how to bring a plant back to life and all that. Exactly. You know, exactly. you know, we see things like that. You know, that's what makes that's what makes science so cool and everything. Hell, you they even got things now where they'll uh, have a whole cloud of dirty air and they'll show you how to clean that air and everything. That's one thing I do a lot of air monitoring. In fact, we were talking about it. You were thinking of perhaps buying a new home. I know when I bought my house, one thing that we do typically in New York and New Jersey and the Northeast, and they probably do it down here too, is an environmental site assessment on that property. Yeah, explain that. Explain that. People might not even know what that means. What that means is you buy a house on a block and lot, whatever it is, uh, block one, lot two. When you pay for that house or if you get a mortgage, part of that fee that you're going to end up paying to buy that house is going to be for what we call an environmental site assessment. What they're going to do is look at the environmental conditions of all the properties around that around your property that you're buying within a quarter mm-hmm. of a mile, a half a mile, even an eighth of a mile, out to a mile, out to 30 miles. Is there a landfill next to that property? Mm-hmm. Is there a um, auto shop or something like that next to that property? Is there a dentist next to that property or a medical center, something that may be generating potential medical or hazardous waste next to that property? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a factory next to that property? Yes, yeah, I don't want to live next to a factory. I don't want to live next to a nuke. Yeah. I don't <laughs> okay. So, and you know, th- those things will be done for you, but I've done them in the past. But that again, that's what goes back to what is actually going on in in your neighborhood or you know yeah, in your surroundings. You know, you know, things like that matter when you move too, especially if you got bad sinuses or asthma and all that stuff. Yep. So, so things like that does matter because, like I said, I don't want to move near no, you know. I don't want to move by no industrial plant or nothing like that. No, nah, right, man. Right. You know, I could, you know, stuff like that. That stuff's give all bad energy in. Right. Make, and you inhaling all them toxins and stuff. It's a, um. Right. It's called a phase one, a phase one site assessment. It's a, uh, it's, it's a place over there in Ellenwood. And I don't know if it's a dog food factory or a dog place, but it lets off a loud, loud distinct smell over there. It's over mm-hmm. there in Ellenwood. You'll probably run across it one day, but it lets off a bad smell. And I say, I don't know how people could live over here like this. Wow. I couldn't even do that. I'll be at that city. I'll be at them city hall meetings every uh every week complaining about that. That's what you have to do. That's what mm-hmm. you have to do. And you know, that's why I say black folks need to start going to them city hall meetings now, man. You know, that's why we when we complain about stuff, ain't nothing getting done because we're not going to them city hall meetings. Probably five or ten of us go. Yeah. Them five or ten of us ain't going to matter to them other folks. True. We got to start doing that. True that. So... China, how was that when you went over there? Oh, man. Um, It was great. I was invited over. I stayed approximately 12 days, something like that. And I I went from Hong Kong. I stayed a few days there. I went up to... uh, And Hong Kong was great. It's just like New York. It's a a full metropolitan city. Mm. From there, I went to Shenyang, which is way up north by North Korea. It was very cold. (laughs) Um, But like I said, it's very safe in China. Extremely safe. Yeah. Very, very safe. But there's one billion people. So that's three times the amount of people here in the United States. And uh, there's long lines everywhere. But I had a great time and I can't wait to go back. And as a matter of fact, Xin Yin which means Happy Chinese New Year, which is Friday. (laughs) You know what's so crazy about that? I was talking to a dude and he had went out there to China and he was saying... That um, he went out there. Everybody was so everybody was so polite, and they and everybody was focused like a system out there. Yes. And he was like, when he went there to the airport, when he got off his off his plane, went inside the airport, 
He was like, he was like, oh, y'all don't have no security guards, none of that stuff's going on. And he and the lady told him, no, we we don't we don't have all that. He was like, what do y'all do if y'all got terrorists come over? And she told him, well, Muslims ain't allowed in uh, China. I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what that's what he was telling me. But I, don't I don't know about that. But one thing that I was told in a very nice way was the people follow the rules. Oh yeah, and China does not mess around. Yeah, China don't play. They bro. don't play. <laughs> I know. Follow the rules, and everything will be fine. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You be seeing how them people walk in the street like they don't even want to look half of the time. I'm like, no, 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 no. But yeah, it, it was it was very good, and I would definitely go back. Yeah, see, I do. See, you lucky. I want to go back too. What other place would you want to travel to? Oh, I'd love to travel. Well, I've been to Europe, so I don't know about that. But um, Italy, I haven't been to. Um, I was in uh, Paris and Berlin, doing the same thing: environmental observation and meeting with some consultants over there. Um, so I would love to go back there. I definitely want to go back to Japan because I love Japanese anime. Oh yeah, gotcha. What's your favorite? What's your favorite anime, man? Why you don't talk about these things? Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in. Ah, I remember Ghost in the Shell and Cowboy Bebop. I used to. I used to like looking at that girl on the Ghost in the Major? Shell. Major? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What you What you think about these new animes out now? Um, which one am I? I'm watching Doctor Stone right now. Yeah, I seen that. You know the scientist, uh -huh. right, with the green hair. And you know, and you know what's so crazy? It's crazy because I see it'll make more sense, especially especially with the field that you in and it. Yes, it makes more sense. I so love yeah, it. I, I seen. I said I wanted to check it out. I was like, let me let me check this out right now. I just um. I know I'm kind of two years late, but I just started watching My Hero Academia. I'm watching it too. I'm watching yeah, it yeah, too. I just, I, I, just, yeah, I just, I just, just watched it. I was like, yo, I've really been missing out on this. Yes, yes. You know, it, it's real, it's real good. But you know, I'm, um, you know, I'm still, you know, I got the little Funimation app, so you know, I one thing I can't watch is that Attack on Titan. You know what? I, I watched watch Attack it. on Titan three. That's better than the other two. Attack mm. on Titan's not that good. What's your favorite anime? Uh, I gotta go with. Don't say Naruto, please. No, no. I'm... Okay, so this is the problem with Naruto. They talk too damn much. <laughs> even, even, even with the, even with the uh, spinoff of Boruto. I like Boruto they... better than Naruto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it was when it first started off. When Bo, when Boruto started off, I was interested. But after a while, I was like, come on, man, y'all doing what Naruto doing? But uh, I watched the episode. I uh, tuned in back for the episode when they went back in time and everything. I, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just recent. I think it was like a month ago. It was okay. it was recent, but it, it was a good episode. So, what's your one. favorite? I gotta go with One Piece. One Piece. Okay. I gotta go with One Piece. Okay. I gotta go with One Piece because see, it's not too much. It's not a lot. You know, it's not too much, but it's also, you know, not too less. You know, uh -huh. it's, it's a balance, a reality. And you know, you know everybody. You know everybody got their little supernatural parts in there. I said between One Piece and Dragon Ball, I always appreciate Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball is the gold standard. Yeah, 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 it's, it is. It's but by far, you know, I don't want to say Dragon Ball because that's everybody's. You know, everybody's yeah. thing. But I would. Uh, okay, so I would have to say One Piece number one. Uh, My Hero Academia would be uh, would be two. Uh, Natsu three, and. Um, What's that? Um, oh, I want to say Kal Kalamia Kasumi, the disciple. The uh, Kalamia I forgot how it went. Uh, the Mightiest Disciple that used to that came on oh, about a good six years ago. Mine are a little low, and Dragon. And Dragon, well, you're gonna have to fill me on a, on yeah, a yeah, I got yeah, but yeah. Cowboy Bebop, Ghost in the Shell, Blood, Blood Plus, yeah, yep. I know, yep. oh, great, and um. 
what else? I can't remember now. I'll, I'll remember some more later. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. love I love anime though. Yeah, yeah. Anime. Oh, Hunter X Hunter because of Canary. Yeah, I uh, I gotta sit down and watch Hunter X Hunter. It's I, long. It's long. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, cause I didn't they cancel it about what? Or, the, uh, or I, yeah, I heard, it, was, it was a minute ago. Yeah, I heard he was supposed to be bringing it back too, though. Really? But, yeah, they were supposed to. I don't know if they're gonna still do it, but I heard they're supposed to be bringing it back because My Hero Academia kind of expired them to bring it back. Mm. So I heard they was gonna bring it back, but uh, yeah, I, um, I gotta check out extra uh, Hunter X Hunter. So with the Japan, so let me ask you something. When you was out there in J- between Japan, Japan and China, in China, uh-huh. what um do they treat the anime like how America treats uh, reality TV out here? Well, okay, China is separate. China yeah, is martial yeah, yeah. arts and all that, yeah. which I love too. Japan is anime, obviously. So I I never been to Japan. I want to go there. Okay, but you know, um, I don't know. I do know in Japan they they have a lot of anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, mean, they, 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 they. I know, I know. Dragon Ball. It's like how people treat uh, loving hip hop out here. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dragon Ball boy, they go crazy over, it. especially when the movie came out. Because I had about my homegirl, she went out there and saw the on uh, the Broly premiere and everything. Mm-hmm. She said, "Man, they do parades, they do celebration. It was Dragon Ball. It was I Goku Day and all that." Uh, Cowboy Bebop, they're still trying to do the live action. They were trying to get Keanu, uh, Re- uh, Keanu Reeves yeah, mm-hmm. to do it, but that was like years ago. But they're still trying to do that, and I hope they do, because the music's Yeah, because I was going to say, would, you know, I got mixed feelings about that. I'm like, it could work, because you could, you, could you could do something like that with yeah. it. You can, that's one of them animes you can do something with it like yeah. that. You can. I mean, it's one of the things I would have to sit and watch. You, um, you ever listen to, um, what's his name? Hold on, real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got to come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back. But, but let's let's talk about music artists and stuff. Uh-huh. Who's your favorite? I'll be honest. Elton John. You know he be lying about his tours. <laughs> Talking about he going to retire, then he always come back. He, this farewell tour is going on for about two years. And I was at the first one at Madison Square Garden uh, last year. So, but yeah, he's my, 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 my big favorite. You know, but I, I'm all over the place. I'm still kind of old school. You know, again, being a New Yorker, I listened to like a lot of Run DNC and, mm. you know, um, what was it? The Sugar Hill Gang was from my, my, my yeah, Inglewood, New Jersey. Yeah, that's that's all my stuff. But I'm also into New Wave and punk. Yeah, and, yeah I like it. Talk about that. Cause we talked about that earlier with the, uh, what I thought it was Patty Smith. Or, and you told me it's Patty Smythe. Yeah, because when, you know, going back to environmental science, people always say, well, you're a scientist, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, especially when it comes to climate change and your safety, you need to care. You can't leave it up to the scientists. We're going to give you the information mm-hmm. that you need, but sure. you have to care. You have the power. And Patti Smith, one of the long legends in punk, she wrote a song called The People Have the Power. And I'm just going to read a little yeah, bit of the, the lyrics here. I was dreaming in my dreaming of an aspect bright and fair. And my sleeping, it was broken, but my dream, it lingered near. In the form of shining valleys where the pure air recognized and my senses newly opened, I awakened to the cry that the people have the power to redeem the work of fools. Upon the meek, the graces shower. It's decreed the people rule. The people have the power. 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 And that is just something I hammer home every time I can. You have the power Mm -hmm. to... Take control of your safety and your environment. Yep. If you don't like it, go out. Make sure you vote. Necesitamos mm-hmm. vitar. We all need to be able to vote. 
Make sure you talk to somebody. Talk to me. Talk to scientists at your school or scientists at the local college. Talk to somebody. Ask exactly. questions. And then you will get that information to be able to make your own judgments. Mm-hmm. You know you know what's so crazy? I think, I think the reason why people lack that because we don't have no imagination no more like we used to. True. You know, imagination comes into a part, you know, comes in a big part like that. We don't have that. We, we at the point, we, you know, when we get, we got older, we now feel like we too mature to have imagination and think like that on that level now and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, so now these jobs be having us work these, you know, these long shifts, you know, you be working 80 hours just to only bring home $500, you know, mm-hmm. to make up the taxes that it takes out and all that stuff. We don't have time to really sit back and read a good book or think about stuff. And that kind of goes back to what you were saying, um, what's fun about science. You have to have an imagination. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to... Um, <laughs> it's funny, my ex said to me, he goes, Gwen, do you think one day we'll be able to do like Star Trek, be able to, you know, sprint to one place? You know, How, how do they say it when they... Um, go, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I whatever it is, it. they disappear and they go to, to another place. And I said, you know what? I think you, they might be able to. You have to scatter the atoms and put the atoms back exactly in the way that they I'm, need to be. I'm going to say yes, because that's what scientists do. I want to, I always think, I always think that one day science going to get it to where we going to, um, we going to have like hair transplants things going on too. Like where you, where you can have any style of hair you want. You just pull a thing over your head <laughs> and then you be like, okay, I want braids one day. And then tomorrow I want a uh, buzz cut the next day, you know, doop. There you go. You know that's that's. I don't know why I keep dreaming about that. I mean, it ain't, it ain't because I'm bald or nothing. I'm just saying. You know, I'm like, I think that's gonna happen one day. I think we're getting close to it because I already start with the man weave. So sure, why not? So we we almost on the verge of that. But the main thing is, we have to get our environment. We got to get our environment back together. You know, and I was just uh, I was talking to my guy about that, man. You know, you don't feel the atmosphere because if you go in different countries. You could feel the atmosphere and stuff like that. You could feel it. Yeah, you I could... mean, you could feel our, our winters are getting more mild. Even mm-hmm. up in New York. I don't know so much about Georgia, but up in New York, it doesn't snow like it used to. Mm-hmm. Back in the 1920s and 30s, the Brooklyn, um, well, the East Side River would freeze. It hasn't frozen in 50 years. Yeah, see, that's that climate change and stuff. That's... Okay, the earth is getting warmer. and 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 that's basically all it is. One thing that, you know, I just, re- well, I knew it before yeah, because ahead, I did a, um, on on a climate change uh, conference in Atlanta with Al Gore that I attended. Yeah. He reminded us that, especially with the Paris Accord, why it's so important. If we're going to get back into it, it will happen the day after the presidential election in November. Mm. So come November, if Trump gets back in, we're not going back to Paris, to the Paris Accord. Yeah. So we'll be like this for another four years environmentally. Good luck to us. Nah, if that. Trump doesn't get back in, more than likely, the next president will put us that next day in November, hmm. November 4th, 2020, 2020, back into the Paris Accord. And I hope I'm in Paris when that happens, because I was in Paris when Obama uh, signed it the first time, and President Obama was a star. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a star. Yeah, it made me good. so proud and happy. And I was in Paris that week. Oh, so man. you know, Obama got president. The whole world joined <laughs> for it. It was it was great. The whole world threw their hands up and everything. You had everybody. You know, I don't know. I I don't know. Trump Trump messing up. Yeah. 
Trump is messing up big time, boy. But, you know, uh, people, you know, now, you know, it's crazy. Now everybody with the whole Trump situation that just happened, everybody want to be political and know they, uh, you know, know they uh, rights and all that stuff and everything. And I'll be like, how come y'all ain't this smart when your sister, cousin, uncle, uh, <laughs> uncle brother, mother, and all them be, you know, everybody want to know how to, everybody want to talk about, oh, we know how to, like, they know how the government system works. But y'all yeah. use that same knowledge when your brother, uncle, sister, bro, mother, cousin, stepsister be in jail and stuff like that. Y'all need to use that same knowledge with them. My thing is this. I tell people, we, we, we fighting. It's so many battles that we fighting. We, we choosing the wrong ones to fight right now. You know, we got our people to think about. We got the environment to think about. Right. Because our people, because here's the thing. Us us black folks, we need the environment more than anybody else. Yes. We need we need the atmosphere. We need the trees. We need the nature. Hell, we even need these animals, and believe it or not. One thing that typically happens, too, which really pisses me off, is when I see um, underserved neighborhoods. Flint, Michigan, for instance. Yeah. Do you remember what happened there? That yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went down there a couple of times. I went up there, too. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. People should have gone to jail for that. Ain't nobody going to jail. They uh they still be having little issues with their water. Matter of fact, DeKalb County going through the same thing right now. I have Newark, po- New Jersey went through it. Uh-huh. Okay. I, had, I had to post up a video two years ago where uh the water was coming out brown. Man, that water came out brown. I have not drunk no sink water since. So, you know, again, that that's why I work so hard to try and serve my community, to try and serve all the communities. Just before I forget, every year I do a green event. Um, you've heard of Greenpeace, right? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. I might have to come out to one of the events too if you're in Georgia. That would be, well, maybe I maybe I will have it in Georgia, but I, yeah, I try I'll and bring the message out there. That'll be in May, so I'll make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell you, you know, let me know. Let me know a week in advance at that time, and I'll definitely come out to it. Yeah, you know, because like I said, I love, I, I love nature too, man. Yeah. I love nature. You know, nature is the best way to go. Like I said, I still want to work on that garden and everything. You know, <laughs> garden is real therapeutic too for for the soul and everything. As uh, as Jody's mama. I will. <laughs> no, but you know, yeah, you know, I like I will, you know, I like stuff like that. You know, I want to come out support because you know it's. You know, a lot of plants are so amazing, especially Venus flytraps and all them stuff. There, yep. I love yep. seeing things like that. So yeah, you know, I love you know, all, you know, different plants do different things, and people don't understand that. You know, nature is so beautiful in its own way. Even though I don't talk about it enough, trust me, I read up on. It. I got books on uh, nature. I got books on how to survive in nature. Well, so. if you or any of your people that listen to this podcast have any questions, please contact me. Let oh, yeah. me know, and I'll try and break it down for you as as best as possible. Oh yeah. But other than that, I appreciate you coming through. Thank you. I had Thank a good you. time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. So before we go, get uh, get the people your name and your information real quick so I can find you. Sure. My name is Gwen Lynn. Like I said before, all of my social media is under In A Green Minute. Like kind of like In A New York Minute. Yeah, yeah In A Green Minute. <laughs> I like it. So on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, please you know, give me a shout out. Send me a question, whatever it is that I can help you with, with respect to environmental science and your safety. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate you so much. All right, everybody. Man, this is another Black Diary Love podcast with Gwen in the green. You know, let's get out and do our part, man. Let's get out because, you know, they is messing up this planet. I know y'all, if we could feel it, I know y'all could feel it, man. You know, us black folks, we could really feel. We uh, could really feel it. Yeah. So we getting it. You know, let's get out our part. Let's let's save the environment, man. Let's get these trees back on. Let's bring some life back into this world. So, you know, because a lot of people don't know. The atmosphere and environment, it affects our moods and stuff too. So, you know, we gotta we gotta get back into it. But 
I appreciate everybody who's listening. Check us out. We're available on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Anchor, iTunes. We're available everywhere. You know, give us feedback. You know, if you want to be on a podcast, you're in Atlanta, hit me up. That's BlackDiaryLove at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's BlackDiaryLove at Yahoo.com. Hit us up. If you got any questions or you want to send feedbacks or comments, we accept good, bad, in between, however you want to feel. But other than that, guys, till next time, I'm out. Y'all be safe. Have a good week, everybody.